dude, I feel like everybody's right and everybody's wrong. 100%. Why is this important? Why are we even going here? He's helped a lot of guys. He's also not had success with a lot of guys. Come in with a purpose and they're very intentional with what they do and how they do it. From the majors to the sandlot, baseball and softball share space in one place. Welcome to the farm system. Fellas, 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 and the ladies, welcome back to another episode of The Farm. We're sitting down, me and Tay, we're going to chop up some more mental mindset, chop some things up. I actually had some, um, where I kind of want to start, we'll see where the convo goes, Tay, but okay, okay. Uh, one of the things that was kind of on the top of um, my head was, uh, it was actually interesting, um, I think it was a, I think it'll be a good combo with you is, you know, obviously there's been uh, talk and I think that at a high level, it's starting to be understood that, you know, like this participation trophy type mm. mindset and what things go along with that, because I think there is this belief I get, like, again, when you think about mental health and like how we should talk to one another and all these other things, I think it can get to, it can get lean towards this like lovey-dovey everybody should win there should be you know um, adversity is the devil you know this like very go down too far down that side and um you know i actually was having a conversation with somebody on on twitter yesterday and uh, he made a comment uh to somebody else about i think the exact wording was um i don't want to live in a world or i don't want uh to be you know basically i don't believe in telling athletes that they have flaws is kind of where his mindset was at. And, um, you know, I, I, again, along with that, it's just like, first off, that tells me a lot too. I immediately go, okay, well, what's the coach's experience where he's projecting onto, again, where he had flaws or he wasn't enough or all those other things that obviously are probably wrapped in somebody's philosophy of why they believe what they believe um, along with it. But I, I thought it would be an interesting combo uh, for us to have because, um, <laughs> for lack of a better way, I would say, uh, that uh, I made uh, I made best friends with adversity. It <laughs> it, it went the other way. I, I I'm a big believer in adversity and have a very different mindset on um, adversity. Uh, so I I wanted that to kind of be more of the conversation uh, today. Um, was more around that thought process of um, maybe going too far down that route. Right. No. I think. Gosh, there's so much to unpack there. And also, too, like adversity at level at different levels of sport. Right. Mm -hmm. Because the adversity that you're going to see in your, you know, 6U, 8U, 10U, 12U is going to be very different. Um, The way that it's comprehended. Mm -hmm. Right. The way that you are actually experiencing those moments. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think somehow, some way, um, Society has turned the page on being so hesitant to hurt someone's feelings, Mm -hmm. which by all means, I'm all about like, you know, mindful, being mindful, being aware and not, you know, trying to direct attack a little kid, but but not to the point of. Of, giving of them delusion. false reality. Yeah, yeah, delusion where it's like I'm not going to even be honest with you because I might hurt your feelings. Like there is, you know, again, right. a, there's a way to communicate. There is a a a way of again, especially intentionally, where it comes into being mindful of like you know, again, you're talking to a six year old, a ten year old, uh, mm-hmm. a fifteen year old, like understanding the context of all that situation. But at the same time, um, it doesn't mean letting them do whatever the hell they want to do and 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 yeah. like they want ice cream every meal and mm-hmm. that's okay well i don't want to hurt your feelings until you know mm-hmm. so you know again going that side i think is obviously to where uh the correction is like an overcorrection mm-hmm. um there as well and like also a lack thereof of knowing how to communicate hard things especially hard truths and again like the old saying right is uh sometimes the truth hurts mm-hmm. um and again like that being a real thing um and again obviously it does lead to the conversations of how you're having those conversations, all the context, all the things that go along with it. But I do think, again, like you're saying there, is that uh, there's the point where it can become, you could be pul- uh, pushing like false affirmation. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and especially during a developed mind, that's right. also detrimental to that athlete as well, or person, it doesn't matter if it's sports or not, mm-hmm. right? It's just, it's detrimental to someone's growth to continually be feeding them false affirmations um, in the search for, I think at one point, I think why it might have turned that way 
was in the belief system of like, well, we want them to be confident, mm -hmm. right? And then, yeah, but what is true confidence? Mm -hmm. Is it living your own delusional uh, reality? And uh, to get to a point where it leans into like arrogance, when the sense of not having uh, social awareness and not actually having awareness in the sense of where your skill sets are in one area or another, and I deserve all these things because of X, you know, because mm -hmm. I, I, I was on the team, so I do deserve you know, the first place trophy or um, whatever that right. looks like. Right. And I think there's a big difference in confidence when it begins to lead into entitlement. Yeah. Right. Because when we feed our athletes, you know, these false realities and, you know, we tell that player like, oh, man, you're you're the best one on the team. You're the you're the greatest. You're the best I've ever seen. Yeah. It's like, well, in the grand scheme of athleticism. Yeah. <laughs> What is your definition of best? Mm -hmm. What is your definition of success? What is your definition of all these different things that we accumulate to being the best one on the team? Mm -hmm. um, oftentimes, you know, you'll, you'll see the kids, there's, I've seen different athletes at different levels. I've seen the athletes that after they get, you know, three errors, they're done. They want to go home. They don't want to participate. Mm -hmm. um, and that's it. I've also seen the flip side of that where you have those athletes that don't stop until they've accomplished what they were out there to do. Um, two very different mindsets there. Mm -hmm. And in it, at different stages of development, you are creating different habits and different routines. Mm -hmm. um, now, you know, as well as anybody else, I you know came from a family of coaches and a family of athletes and there was no free dubs where I come from. Yeah. You know, there's no free dubs in my house. You gotta earn this dub. Yeah, you gotta earn this win. You know, like, and, and to this day, like, I'm not just gonna let you win. I want you to know what it feels like to earn it. I want you to know what hard work looks like. And I do find the feedback in the failure. Um, and, you know, on our first podcast, we talked about all the different, um, you know, events that I had perceived as a failure growing up mm. um, and all the feedback that that mm. gave me. And now you'll hear a lot of people say a lot of coaches at these, you know, in professional organizations even say that pressure is a privilege mm. and failure is feedback. Mm. And, you know, often even you talk about how open are you to feedback because your hour session with someone isn't going to be telling them, oh, man, you're really good at this. You're sure. you're crushing it. You're doing great. You're you're this and you're that. And you're all these Probably positive affirmations like, yeah. look, nobody goes to the doctor when they're feeling great. Mm -hmm. Nobody goes to get tested when everything's going groovy. Like mm -hmm. <laughs> when you go see the doctor, you there is something wrong yeah. and you have to be open to that feedback and open to opening up that awareness um, and kind of, you know, being open to seeing those blind spots. Yeah. No, and I think, you know, obviously a big piece that's, you know, there for them to, like, unpack is, like, hey, like, you know, again, if, if you are, again, like, you're preparing someone to go into the real world, uh, their boss is not going to sit there and go, you're the greatest, you're the most in this, this company, you deserve the same amount of money as this person, even though you bring our company way less money, mm -hmm. right? That that first off from a government system, right, where you come into that. And again, you look at government systems as it's leadership. It's the same thing too, how they're leading a massive group of people. Right. And, 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 and providing guidance and uplifting everybody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And how you build the economy around these things. It's not um, it's been proven um, now even too, where we've tried to dip our toe into this area as well is, for example, like if you are to one thing that. You know, achievers, hard workers, um, people that are constantly like overcoming um, a lot of these things as well is, you know, there's, there is a detrimental effect to those achievers when you, um, when there is no positive, there is no reward to working harder. There is no reward to a achieving things and pushing the envelope and, and busting through adversities and all these things. Well, well then why would I do it? Mm -hmm. Right. And it doesn't mean now also too, I don't want to err on the side side of that. It's like, again, if you're doing all these things, um, and again, your own stuff to unpack here, if you're doing all these things because you're looking for affirmation from all these people and external sources and all this other stuff, you can say one thing and say, well, you know, again, well, again, I would flip flop it the other way. Well, then why are we giving trophies? Right. If you're if you want to corner uh, people that are like that and say, oh, well, yeah, but if they need to get over their own stuff, um, if they need rewards and they're so insecure about somebody else getting an award. Well, yeah, but why are you giving the reward to some somebody else mm -hmm. is so that 
they, from an external source, are now getting fed, you know, positive affirmations and all these other things. And there's nothing wrong with those things. I understand the thought process behind building confidence and, hey, you can do this. And, and uh, you know, again, like, just keep trying. It's like, you know, it's more important about how hard you're working. And, and again, like that you're trying to discover and trying new things and, and blah, 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 blah. And all this, like, okay, that's one thing. It's a whole nother thing when someone, again, blatantly is doing something wrong, right? Or from the other standpoint is again, the kid doesn't strike out and I write in the book that he hit a home run, right? Like you struck out and it's okay that you struck out. We teach them that it's okay that you struck out. Not that this is what we want, this is the final outcome, right? But learning how to use that feedback, right? To again, develop and an awareness about what's going on, mm -hmm. right? And also too, um, to actually put a real reward behind um, what that W actually means and what that championship actually means. And so, you know, even there's already, already been a dilution because there's so many things that you could win, mm -hmm. right? Back in the day, you know, let's say, let's say like little leagues or something like that, even in Vegas, right? There was uh, you know, only a couple little leagues when it first started, right? Mm -hmm. Like the Vegas was a lot smaller. There's going to only be a couple little leagues. And so like winning or first off being on the all-star team was a big deal. Sure. Right. Because there's less teams to be on. Right. And also too, along with that, like to, um, you're competing where there wasn't a whole bunch of club ball teams all over the place. Little league was the ish. Yeah. All right. Like it was the business. <laughs> right. And, um, you know, now that's not there for, I mean, and I know in some parts of the country it still is, mm -hmm. but in large, you know, again, club ball is taken over, you know, majority. But, you know, now even with that, right, club ball, right, there's a tournament every weekend. And then it also, too, it's like who you're playing against. And there's certain tournaments that are like the big ones, you know, along with it. And like getting wins from there is so important. But again, like at every tournament you go to, there's trophy, a belt, a ring, uh, this, uh, that, right? There's all these other things going into that. And again, I'm not against like there being rewards for, you know, winning things like, one of the things I used to constantly say when I was um, coaching high school is constantly I'd go, uh, we would have this thing where we would play these little games. We'd compete throughout, you know, practice. And I would always say, like, it pays to be a winner. It pays to be a winner. And we would, I'd put something behind that, right? So, again, like, we'd be doing a bunting drill. One team would win, great. The other team's got to do something. Like, hey, you guys are doing the field after whoever lost. Like, you guys are doing the field after, you know, the, the game. Uh, you guys, you know, the other team, like, they're getting the reward of, hey, you know, you guys come, you know, 10 minutes earlier to practice and, you know, we'll I'll do, hit with you guys extra or you guys will have an extra round of BP or, you know, whatever that is, right? Or, again, they don't have to do conditioning at the end or, you know, whatever that, that looks like, right? And so, you know, we would constantly, you know, do that where it's like I would constantly tell them, like, hey, it pays to be a winner. It pays to be a winner. It pays to be a winner. And reinforcing that, like, in their, in their head that, like, hey, like, you know, developing that competitor in them. And, you know, also with that as well is like providing real feedback, like, mm -hmm. hey, like, you know, again, when we face the other team, they're trying to beat you like right. you, they're not rewarding you like, you know, your coach might be in practice, even though you get if that's your mindset that, uh, well, you know, I'm not going to tell you where your flaws are or, um, you know, again, there's this this delusional mindset. And even too, I, I want to also st state this as well. When you call it into the open like this and you talk about it. I think largely majority of people would be like, I see that, like that, mm -hmm. that's not what I'm trying to do, blah, blah, blah. But sometimes subconsciously that could be the culture you're creating by not teaching, you know, it pays to be a winner and going the opposite way where, hey, no matter how hard you work, no matter how hard you be X, Y, and Z, no matter how much sacrifice you make in these other areas, no matter if you strike out four times a day or you hit four home runs today, all these other things, everything is equal across the board and and again when it comes into um, that other side and I think there's a, a very important piece that we have to separate here is that you have to rem again we go back to the identity thing again along with that just because you went 0 for 4 it shouldn't affect your identity mm -hmm. just because you were 4 for 4 4 home runs it shouldn't affect your identity um, and that's where it comes into the same thing it's like you're not a lesser human being Right. It's just awareness when this particular skill and if you have identity in if you have identity in who like in that in the game, 
and your life is going up and down based on your wins and losses or based on how your business is doing or based on your batting average or based on how many errors you have or based on all those other things. You know, and again, it's not to say, again, along with it, of course, there's going to be emotion. Of course, again, the same thing, like, too, I used to tell myself um, as well, like, you know, again, like, I'm going to give, I'll give myself, like, I struck out or whatever, I'll give myself 10 seconds. You know, I'll give myself, I, I used to, I used to do that. Like, okay, I'm going to be frustrated for 10 seconds mm -hmm. or whatever those things are. Okay. I'm going to feel those, those, those feelings that I'm having. Cause again, of course I want to win. Of course I'm gonna, it's frustrating when you don't win though. X, Y, and Z. Right. Um, that he struck you out on the slider, right. Or that, you know, you, you swung in the ball in the dirt or you popped it to the catcher or whatever it was. Right. Guy, you crushed a ball and the guy makes a diving play and catches the mm -hmm. ball. Like, of course, you know, again, along with that, like I get the frustration, but again, th there's a point where it can slip in the delusion. Um, and that's where you definitely don't want to be promoting that side. Right. And I think it, it, it's exactly what you say. It's we're identifying ourselves in the error. And often there's, you know, that sense of embarrassment. Oh, my yeah. gosh, I'm embarrassed. I just messed up. Or, you know, everybody's worst nightmare. You miss that ball and it's a it's a grand slam now and you're that guy. Mm -hmm. But ultimately, again, it's like you said, okay, after 10 seconds, after my emotions are done, mm -hmm. what is my response and how do I feel? Yeah. And that's what makes great athletes. Yeah, no, how quickly can you recover? No, and literally exactly what you said I wanted to say there was I, um, one of my coaches used to say this um, as well and it's something that I took in. It's like, they say like, okay, well, after your emotions, then what? Mm-hmm. Right after your emotions calm all down, and and again, maybe it's ten seconds for you, maybe it's ten hours, maybe it's mm -hmm. uh, ten days, maybe it's ten months, maybe it's ten years, right? Whatever that is, right? Uh, maybe it's ten decades, right? <laughs> oh no, you're still here on Earth, right? But you know, again, along with that, right? It's like okay, at some point, these emotions are gonna fade. Now, you could take ten hours, you could take ten days, you could take you know ten years, right? And, you know, again, all that, but at some point, you're going to have to make a decision. And some point, you're going to have to respond. And you can either let that be here in the next 10 seconds, or you can let that be in, in effect the next 10 years. But at some point, you're going to have to make a decision anyways. So, again, you can sit here and be mad and all these other things. Mm -hmm. But, again, I, would, I, I always used to bring up, too, as well. It's like, okay, great. You're mad, all these other things. But, like, again, for example, like you're in the box – Swing and miss at a pitch that you swung and swung at. It's the dirt, whatever, right? And you step out. Oh, what an idiot! Blah blah blah. You knew he was gonna throw that. Da, 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 blah, 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 blah. And then you step back and back. And then I, used to, I talked to my hitters, and I'm like, "Did that help you? Mm -hmm. All that talk, right. all that frustration you just had. All those. Did you make any adjustment? Did you spend any time between pitch to pitch actually taking that and again making an adjustment before you step in the box? And does it really help you? And also, too, again, like we go back into like. You know, again, are you being a good friend to yourself? Mm -hmm. Again, you, you sit there as well. You get out of the box. You're an idiot, blah, 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 all this self-talk that you're constantly. Mm -hmm. If you swung a miss in the, in the dirt and then one of your friends is like, bro, from the dugout, bro, you're an idiot. Why would you swing at that? Blah, blah, blah. It's like, it's like uh, he's not being a good friend to you, <laughs> right? So you're definitely not being a good friend to you. Yeah. And also, too, to be aligned for actually making an adjustment, actually going back into the box is like, how did you spend that time? Right. And again, after your emotions, isn't what, what you're going to make an adjustment. You go back in the dugout. That'd be, that'd be awesome. It's better than not making one for the next 10, 10 at bats. Mm -hmm. Right. But the still the same thing too, as well It's like the best athletes make the adjustments and make that decision mm -hmm. and learn from that, that, um, learn from that awareness, you know, quicker and quicker. Right. Um, and the, and the faster you can do that, you know, again, the better you can perform as an athlete, mm -hmm. too, you know? Well, and, and, you know, as I've had the opportunity to see you work with a lot of players now at this point, one of my favorite questions that you ask is, what did you feel there? Mm. Because I think that rolls into so many different things. What did I feel there? What did I feel emotionally? What did I feel physically? Because a lot of times when we can pause and recognize, you know what, that did make me upset. What did I feel there? That did make me upset. Why? You know what? My body didn't move the way that I intended to. Mm. Why? There's very, you know, the direct correlation there with physical and emotional things happening at once. That question mm. to me is huge. The what did you feel there? Yeah. And it's a big uh, it's a big reset question. Mm -hmm. Right. Immediately, I break your thought process. You're like, again, like, dang it. You, mm -hmm. you suck. Why'd you do this? Like, blah, 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 whatever that is. Right. Like, it's again, it's a it's a it's a reset question to go okay stop all that 
right? Because I've been asked a question now, and I have to now direct and give an answer to this question. And again, like, well, what did you feel there? Like, okay, well, you know, again, for example, a lot of times um, these dudes are on the ball, like they miss hit or something like that. Or on the opposite end, another thing, sometimes I can help them repattern how they're giving themselves feedback because what they may consider as a L or a failure or a sure. bad rep or whatever that is, I may perceive as a W, right, mm -hmm. and progress and all these other things. And so a lot of times I have to point that out to them is I'm like, hey, that was a really good rep. You made an adjustment there. Your timing was just different. And just because, again, like you did take a step in the right direction, this still is progress. That actually was, again, now let's do it again on this rep. Let's do a couple, mm -hmm. like, again, and because that's the other part as well is, like, one of the things I also, you know, go with them is, is to talk through that is, like, hey, if you made progress and you made an adjustment there and that was a really good thing and then you're telling yourself and you're telling your brain that that wasn't good, well, your brain doesn't want, again, your your, your brain and your, uh, your, it's trying to avoid the pain, mm -hmm. right, of failure or whatever that is at all cost, right? So when it does that, it's like, I don't want to do that again because, again, I got punished when I moved that way, when I did this X, Y, and Z, right? And emotionally, it's like almost battling with yourself there is now and then also, too, for, since the brain and its connection with, like, your CNS system and all those other things that are happening, now also, too, your CNS system and all those things want to fire one way, but you're having, like, uh, it's like stop and go traffic. Mm -hmm. Like you you want to do this, but then your brain told you not to, and then now you're like in this in between space, and you don't have clear direction, obviously, of like what you want to do. And again, because the communication is so flawed, it's like the body again. It's like, well, I moved better this way, mm -hmm. right? Like it was more efficient, the joints were better, like everything else moved well, like biomechanically was better, all those things. But emotionally, I felt the opposite. I felt like that was a terrible rep, and that can be very confusing as feedback. And that's where I feel like a coach is really important there is to be able to point out that feedback. And, like, and I think, again, where that comes into like a, your personal life, let's say you just as a human, right, is that we do this in our lives all the time. Mm -hmm. You know, we, we for example, um, I gave this, this, this story and um, I talked about like, you know, again, like how I was kind of talking to myself um, as, you know, you start to make adjustments. And I think um, one thing, you know, Taylor, I know you and I have talked about this is like, you know, as you get older, right, you're going like, let's say it's your physical health and the decisions and habits and things that you're building. And at some point it can start to look like, a, you know, like this Mount Everest, right? Yeah. I got to, there's all these things I need to do and the list gets longer every day and I'm not measuring up and it's like the weight, you know, starts coming down. And then it's like, Dude, I don't even want to take a step because I'm not making it up that mountain. I don't have the effort right now to climb this mountain. I can't even mm -hmm. think about trying to climb this mountain right now. Um, you know, it's you know, I feel more comfortable. I might as well just stay here. Like, why should I try if I know I'm gonna fail anyways? All these other things, right? right? And so where that gets broken is like the same thing is like I remember just one random morning, you know, I, I woke up, um, I told myself before I went to sleep, like I was gonna get up and um go on the treadmill for like twenty minutes. You know, like when I wake up, hey, I wanted to start building this routine. Speaking of that, I'm thinking about this uh, even recently, too. It's just like, hey, okay, if I can't make it to the gym this morning, like I woke up late, all these things happen, whatever, whatever. Or I have to get to work early tomorrow. I'm like, there's no way I can go all the way to the gym. Like, that, that's a two-hour process. Like, I, I, again, along with it, I only have like 20 minutes, and I can go to my local gym right here at my, you know, my apartment or whatever, and then come back, right? And that, that's, what I, that's all I got. And so I woke up that morning. Like, I went to the treadmill. Like, I'm, I'm walking on the treadmill, and I'm sitting there, and I, I'm, I'm – talking to myself um i'm talking to myself but i'm like monitoring my my self-talk and I, I i got aware of it and i'm walking in i'm like i'm like you know what i was saying to myself i'm like good for you man like you got up like you came and you you, you got on the treadmill like again along with it like you know it, it maybe it's like because i always i mean you talk about this i always have this battle where i'm used to training like an athlete mm -hmm. so small things it's like it's either i have to go everything or nothing like it's like right. you know it's like well why didn't i even show up today like well because i did some cardio like it's hard for me to think about going to the gym and only doing cardio right it's hard for me th to think about oh i'm gonna only go on the treadmill for 20 minutes and i'm gonna be done today mm -hmm. like it's like it, it's either got to be a two-hour workout or i don't want to go right. right or you know whatever that is not two hours i'm not that not yeah. drill uh, that's back, right? that was back yeah yeah drill drills drills crazy. Yeah. yeah but it is a two-hour commitment usually <laughs> yeah. at least that right um you know, if not longer, again, with drives back and forth and the whole things. Um, and then recovery and the shower and the food mm -hmm. and the blah, blah, blah. And all the things that go into actually going to the gym. It's right. not just the time frame uh, of just being there, right? So, you know, you go into those other things. And again, I think along with that is like that's an exact uh, representation where like I caught myself. And then I caught myself 
because I was talking to myself that way. Then I patted myself on the back for how I was talking to myself. So I got two dubs there being like, <laughs> one, I was rewarding that. And then I also was like, and it's progress, how you were talking to yourself instead of saying, yeah, well, you got up this morning, but at the same time, hey, you're not lifting. You're only doing 20 minutes on the treadmill, mm -hmm. blah, 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 blah. And then what? guess what? Tomorrow I don't wake up and go on the treadmill, mm -hmm. right? Now I don't do any of that, right? Where instead, if I stay on that same progress and I keep doing that and I just, I'm just waking up, just showing up, just showing up, just showing up. Today it was 10 minutes, 15 minutes. You know what? I can go today, but I only got 10 minutes, mm -hmm. you know? And again, building that routine and how important the habit, and, and again, along with that, there's a lot of books from the psychology side of like habitual patterns and those other yep. things. It's just like, it just the habit of waking up and prioritizing the gym. Mm -hmm. Even if today's 10 minutes, tw 20 minutes, an hour, 45 minutes, all those other things, um, that's way more important over the longevity of what that does for your body and what that does you know, mentally and all the things. There's so many studies out about what it does for your mental health for, for like, sure. you know, working out and like what it does, um, you know, again, from a chemical standpoint, physiology, all these other things, um, how important that is. And then also, too, when you get into like soul, heart conditions, all these other things, and also confidence wise, where it's like keeping commitments to yourself, mm -hmm. all, you know, again, all of these things that all come in, um, how important all that is. But I think it's just so important there for, again, exactly there is I could be taking a step in the right direction. Like I woke up. I went to the gym and then immediately I could be beating myself down when in reality, again, a good coach there, just like I was doing to myself. But again, at one point I might've needed somebody to step in and go, Hey, well, Hey, like, but good for you, man. Like mm -hmm. you got up, like, look for you, blah, 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 blah. And again, encouraging that, that same pattern. And again, yeah, you know what? And I'm slowly, am going to push you, you know, maybe can it be 25 minutes instead? Can we wake up a little bit earlier? Maybe, you know, again, what can we go to sleep slightly early? What is that? You know, and again, and slowly pushing at the same time, um, but in the same way, like recognizing and um, giving merit to the progress of a pattern change or a new habit, a forming, uh, you know, mindset or whatever that is, how important that is for, for sure, from a psychological standpoint. For, for sure. sure, for sure. And and the, you know, the root is that instant gratification has become what everybody wants. Yeah. I want it now and I want it when I want it. When in reality, sometimes you have to get to five minutes before you can get to 10. Mm. You have to get to 10 before you can get to 20. Yeah. You have to spar, you know, two minutes, five times I push up, before you push can ups, do 15. Push exactly. Ups, 20 push ups. Yeah, exactly. And the more the more you can create these small achievable goals, the more you'll be able to soon mm. create these bigger goals. Mm. Have right. You, have you seen that uh, um, image? Uh, we'll pop. We'll do that during post production. Cody, yeah. do it, do it, do it. <laughs> um, is the image of uh, the two ladders, and there's one ladder like they're standing at the bottom. There's two people standing at the bottom, and there's one, and there's a wall that they have to climb. And in the analogy, on the one ladder, the the steps are really far apart, and mm. he can't even reach the first one to mm. grab it to get started. And on the other ladder, there's little steps yep. the whole way and how important it is to set these little mm -hmm. goals to get started and also too to get to the next step and what progress actually looks like rather than these big jumps mm -hmm. you know these dramatic massive changes or again like to even reach the first step and also too all the risk it takes to try to mm -hmm. jump to the next part of the ladder rather than these small progressional small things and again like as you're saying that that's like literally the image that popped in my head yeah uh, but go ahead proceed yeah no i mean it yeah exactly sometimes it does take a lot of small steps to be able to take those bigger leaps and like you said too when you get to those bigger leaps there's typically some risk involved. Mm. And with all those repetitions, now you've built up some confidence there, right? And you have an easier time choosing to be confident because of all the reps that you've had. Mm. Yeah, no, it's, it's big there. And definitely, like, I think the same thing there is, again, like, coming back to that original point, like, there's even a place where that can become um, delusional to a point, and this is what I mean by that, like, the blind side mm -hmm. of, of this can be, too. Sometimes I can make the slightest step in progress and want to give myself way too big of a reward, right? Like, sure. oh, I went to the gym today. Okay, great. I'm going to smash these 12 donuts. Mm -hmm. I got you, Jay. <laughs> but like, you know, like these other things, right? Like, again, and that's what I mean by that, right? Where like yeah. the reward is like, oh, okay, well, I took this. Okay, well, now I'm going to counter by giving myself mm -hmm. so much of this opposite thing. Or, you know, again, maybe it's a drug addiction. Maybe it's, a, uh, you know, again, something as well. Like, well, you know, even in your relationships wise, like, hey, like, because again, it can be, um, let's say like, a, you know, even like a, I've seen this happen a lot and I'll, I'm going to use a drastic 
analogy, but then bring it back home is a drastic analogy is like, let's say like an abusive, like verbally abusive relationship, right? A verbally abusive relationship, it, it, it's very manipulative to be like, well, yeah, but at least I didn't do this this time. And I'm like, yeah, but you, mm -hmm. but you still, and maybe it's mixed with physical, like you still hit me, mm -hmm. right? You're great. You didn't call me this yeah. you didn't name call me, but you still hit me, right? right? Like, right. like that, that, right. that step in yeah. marginal progress mm -hmm. is, again, there is there is steps here, again, contextually to bring back in and bring it back home and flesh it out for a coach is, for example, um, like how you're talking to your players, right? You're right. Yes, there might be this progress, but there is times where there needs to be a hard stop. Mm -hmm. Like there needs to be a hard stop and what you're doing is not okay, right? And how it affects other people and right. how you these things that that marginal progress and that's where i think the delusion is also very important is like you know for example um i've said this too with like employees right or um you know again like a a, a player that um for example they might have one year to play and that's all the league is really going to give them and it's either they make it or they don't so mm -hmm. these marginal progress is like hey what you're doing like i get it that you're waking up 20 minutes earlier don't like for you as a professional athlete and the requirement that's along with it your progress doesn't match up and these mm -hmm. things do not co-align and again along with it like this plan is not and at this progress rate we are in, in a bad spot right and, and 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 as an employee sometimes what i'll do you know when i have these conversations i being like yeah like hey you are making progress i you have gotten better but at the same time um, you know, again, we did make a plan by this date that you were going to be here X, mm -hmm. Y, and Z. Uh, there is a production level and what it does to the business, how it affects every other, other person, all these other things contextually. So I, I, cause I can see, and I, I know that you've seen this more than most, especially to coming from the field that you come from is this hold on to marginal progress, right? Where they like, they have taken steps, but at the same time, it's like minimal, like, mm -hmm. and it's like, great. Okay, I'm happy you're doing some of these things. And I and again, I don't want to devalue those. Those are still valuable, but at the same time within context of the things that are going on, um it's not a uh, it's not a cop out, you know, to to um lapse on your responsibilities or lapse sure. on your mindfulness of other people and all these other things. Uh there is a time and a place uh where there does need to be hard boundaries, hard changes hard turnarounds, um, you know, and, and I, I do think that that contextually needed to be added as well, because some people will say that as well. It's like there, there is, um, a time and a place depend and, you know, and dependent on situations where, you know, you do need to have, um, what does progress look like mm -hmm. and this goal setting, you know, what is that next step where it's like, am I moving forward, you know, a, a centimeter here? Right. Right. Um, or again, is this, you know, I'm staking a foot in that direction. Well, that's good because, I mean, again, for example, let's say you take the Mount Everest idea, right? Okay, if I move forward a, a centimeter, you know, centimeter by centimeter, but again, also the centimeters take years to do and all the things like, yeah, you're right. You have, I'm not saying you haven't progressed in the last 10 years, mm -hmm. right? But what I am saying that it's been minimal, right? right? And there's awareness and realness of delusion that's still wrapped into that reality as well, mm -hmm. you know? Well, and, and you used one of my favorite words there. It was alignment and co-alignment is what you said. But mm -hmm. goal alignment in itself truly does require so much detail and what you actually want to accomplish because there needs to be that those measurable items. If you say you want this, but you're doing this, then do you really want it? Mm -hmm. How bad do you want it? Mm -hmm. If you really want this change, mm -hmm. then what are you willing to do? And what consistency? Does like what where what does your consistency look like? Because mm. consistency really is key. What can you do over and over and mm. over to get to this goal that you won't get bored with? Yeah. And as long as you continue to make those strives, then that shows some passion. That so shows some actual true desire yeah. towards that. See, a lot of people don't know. Moving backwards and kind of into a circle where we came from, but. Um, Shaquille O'Neal was kicked off his high school basketball team, mm -hmm. but obviously he grew to be Shaq. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, had that adversity, mm -hmm. had that negative self-talk, mm -hmm. had him stop trying just mm -hmm. because of that. You know, what would that have looked like for him as an athlete? Yeah, no, it's big. Yeah, no, and I mean, uh, I mean, you truly see. It doesn't matter if it's a a business or whatever that is, right? Like, th there is y y again 
go build an Amazon without mm -hmm. any adversity. They literally had so many problems from a packing standpoint and by distribution that they literally built their own delivery process. Like name another business that is mm -hmm. doing that. Right. And again, I would say the same thing too. Like I, I, I often, my brain slips into all these places like business wise. I was just, I, I think I forgot what it was a couple of weeks ago. I was thinking about that. It's just like, think about the first time a pizza place said they could deliver. You're like, that's hype. <laughs> right like the first plate like this thing about it back in the day what do you get delivery yeah, yeah now you got doordash and you got uber eats and all these other things where you could get food right well back in the day right it's like man we got to go get food you know it was a thing that wasn't even an option and then on top of that like as well as like i i bet the first time somebody in iowa or something right pops on the thing we deliver people are like <laughs> bro they were probably like yeah, and then, and then you got to figure out a way, right? Yeah. How do we get the food there, right? Yeah. Do we have, car, like, the business? Like, do we, mm -hmm. do we uh, invest in cars and have the, we know them or you right. know what they look like? And, and then they figure out, like, innovation, right? They mm -hmm. slap the little magnet, you know, suction cup things, whatever. I don't even know how they secure it to the car. <laughs> I have no idea. But it, it sticks on there, right? And they, they drive you over your pizza. And then all, well, well, shoot, now the pizza's getting cold. Well, you know what? We got a pizza thing. We got to slide it, and it, this keeps it hot, right? And then, again, right. the same thing, too. And it's like, all right, well. You know, and then um, how are we going to, you know, build these cultures? And then, like, are we going to market this, right? And then and then it gets on, and then all the competition's like, well, then now, hey, that guy's delivering. So now we got to deliver, mm -hmm. right? So now we got to do all these other things. And, like, how that drives, like, all these things. And I think it's so, you know, again, interesting when you, when you do all these things together. It's like any it's like if you want to achieve anything great or anything worth having, like, again, the whole thing is that old saying, Easy come, easy go, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. um, and again, that sounds such an easy statement, but like, like really think about that. Like the things that come easy, right, and that are easy to obtain, like one, most people have, right? Um, and two, um, on top of that, like it's very easy uh, for that uh, to stop coming in, right? Like, in, in, uh, for example, um, from a business standpoint, you look at that from, they talk about in business structure, uh, building width, uh, width versus depth, mm -hmm. and what that actually looks like. Uh, width, usually a company that it builds width, um, is wide, uh, but not very deep mm -hmm. in whether they are. And so because of that, they can make a lot of money quick. Uh, but the depth and the time in the market and all those other things, you can see flash in the pan, flash in the, like you. There's companies that make five million in one year, and then the next year they're out of business. Right. Right. And then there's companies that, again, had made 30,000 the first year, 200,000 the next year, you know, 500,000 the next year, 2 million the next year. Right. And it's slowly over thing. And then also, too, again, there's so much depth of what's been built over time where, again, like, for example, like Amazon isn't going anywhere anytime soon. Right. Walmart isn't going anywhere anytime soon. Right. All these things, again, like they've built depth. Right. There's there again, for example, COVID can hit. They're fine. Mm hmm. Right. They have depth and not just width where they've only been they're only making money in one way, one fashion. And um, also to even maybe how they're making money, it's like it's all dependent on this one thing. Right. And so, again, if it takes away, if that's not, for example, let's say you have a brick and mortar business where uh, everything's in person. Right. Like they have to come and purchase from you. Well, something like COVID's going to destroy you. Mm -hmm. Right. Because like, you know, and again, adversity. Right. And, and, and the, the best businesses like find a way to overcome it. Like I remember restaurants around here. Right restaurants you couldn't eat inside well great they set up tents outside mm -hmm. they did a little fake enclosure and then all of a sudden that was allowed or you know whatever that was right where they again to do these things there's like the mindset that it comes with with being um one of my favorite books too if you haven't read uh, and, and if you know me like why it so aligns there's a book called uh grit mm -hmm. and nasty i love that book right but like it's again the same thing too about how these elite performers like one of their they he has a there's a test you can take of your grit score mm -hmm. that he, they came up with, basically. And again, along with that is that when they had all the, you know, all these high performers in all these different fields, they all scored really high in grit. And I would also tie into that grit, uh, like resourcefulness, right? Like how how good they are at figuring out, you know, how to do things, how to do a lot with a little, right? And then build, keeping that and figuring out how to overcome adversities over and over and over again, mm -hmm. um, like as they went. And so. You know, again, for example, like that, like, you know, how important that is. And that's why I think, like, it's really a disservice. Um, it's a really a disservice as a coach 
or as a parent, as a friend, as all these things to try to rob people um, of adversity and Mm -hmm. trying to make everything a cakewalk. And I mean, and let's go back and the tell you how we're, we're not meant for that is the same thing with the human body, right? Like if you give it zero stress, like you get really unhealthy. Mm-hmm. Like it needs stress. It's like the yin and yang, right? Now, again, that old thing we talked about, like you stress it too much, yep. you're going to have breakdown. But you don't stretch it enough and it has atrophy. Mm-hmm. And when you have atrophy over time, what it does to your immune system, what it does to your brain, what it does to your mental health, what it does, all these other things, like we're not meant to be still. We're not meant to sit in a bed and be watching, you know, TVs and all those things. Like, again, when people go into comas, like there's massive issues of what happens to your body when it's mm-hmm. not moving, like stagnant water. Like we talked about, like right. it's so important for us to have a degree of stress. Right. And so if we try to remove all stress and we try to make everything as comfortable as possible and that's where society and that ideology is like as a business and as all those other things, you're trying to make it's so easy that, you know, why wouldn't they go with you, right? Mm-hmm. But at the same time, it can start to warp your brain that you actually want, no, you know, nothing to overcome, right? Mm-hmm. And in reality, what a business really should be doing or, again, all these things that are happening in the world, it shouldn't be, well, the stress that, like, for example, let's say back in the day, right? Um, well, I wanted to rent a movie, Right. Well, okay. Well, to rent a movie back in the day, we're gonna go to Blockbuster, do something like that. Right. I gotta, I gotta drive to the, drive over there. I gotta, you know, go through the section, look at the movies, blah, 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 blah. You know, I haven't seen the trailer on this. Is this good? I don't know. I'm gonna read the back of the thing. You know, back in the day, y'all didn't know about this. You young bucks are listening to this. Y'all don't know about this game. We just had to read the back and guess if it was good, and hopefully it was good, and we'll see. All right. So you, you get the movie, whole thing, boom. You gotta drive back home, all the stuff. Okay. Well, now. You know, again, like Amazon, right? Oh, I want to, I want Amazon Prime. I want to watch that movie. Great. I know if I search on Amazon, I'm going to watch it. You know, it's only a couple bucks. Um, I don't have to worry about returning the movie. I don't got to worry about, I can watch the trailer. I could do all these other things before I watch it. And then boom, I could watch it right then and there. Don't got to leave my house. Everything's amazing. Now, it's great. Technology and all those things that happen. It's great that it removed um, that adversity that comes with wanting to watch that movie. But along with that, that adversity should be redirected and now spent on other areas, right? Take, we should be taking care of the, the monotonous things that don't take any creativity, that don't do these other things. Great, if we take away from those other areas, we need to make it in other areas. And again, like the human body, for example, like back in the day, we had a farm. We had to, we had to provide for ourselves. We had to do all these other things. Well, what happened is we removed a lot of that stuff where I'm not worried about where I'm going to get my food here today. I'm not worried about, you know, again, I, if I have, you know, what we're going to eat next week. I'm not worried about uh, any of these things. And that's where it becomes super important there of, you know, again, like as, as I remove those things, as I remove those things back in the day, um, I can now redirect that attention and that focus and that stress and put it in other areas like, being elite at sports, being a, like rather than having to go farm for food today or, you know, instead of having to fight for my freedom every day and, you know, go outside with my, you know, my axe and, and, and fight somebody. Right. Like I can now redirect that energy, but it should be redirected and it shouldn't be just, again, turn into stagnation and me just, you know, sitting and, and not doing anything. Right. And that's where we're at threat, especially within American society. Um, because it's become so easy to survive. Mm-hmm. Uh, and when it's not redirected and it's not those other things, and especially when we've just gone through a, a, through a season, we went through a season of like COVID where, hey, I'm going to pay you to stay home. And I think more than anybody, like you understand, you know, what that did to so many people with that freedom of mm-hmm. I'm going to pay you to stay home and not do anything and not be like this other way, what that can do. And also the dichotomy of what happened th- through COVID as well is the too much stress mm-hmm. and how am I going to pay my bills and how, you know, um, you know, again, my business is closing and, you know, again, there's all this political stuff going on and, you know, the old, that as well. And you got to see, you know, again, w- the, the byproducts of both of those. Yeah, no, I mean, w- when we're talking about COVID and all the things that people experienced during that time, um, gosh, there were so many, uh, there's so much, um, suicide rates skyrocketed, mm-hmm. relapse skyrocketed. Mm-hmm. Um, people 
it's almost as if we didn't know how one. Oh, so it's not just a, a, a theory. Like, uh, uh, there was data behind oh, things. Oh, numbers. Things happened. Numbers. Yeah. Numbers through the roof. Mm -hmm. And it's like, you know, as, as I was saying, we didn't know how to um, be by ourselves. We didn't know how to process alone. That's we didn't know how. Yeah. yeah, that's a lot of time to be by yourself and yeah. be with your thoughts. Yeah. And, um, you know, one of the biggest things in people performing is identifying obstacles. Yeah. Well, now you've sent people home to identify different obstacles all day long. Mm -hmm. And now there's there's boredom. And a lot of people say, you know, boredom is the devil's playground. Mm -hmm. I can think of a lot of different things when I'm bored. Right. And mm -hmm. your mind can become a very dangerous place. Well, and, and, you, and especially to like self-destruct. Yeah. Um, you know, that that self-destruction that comes along with um, I'm unhappy, but I don't have the awareness to understand why. Mm -hmm. And so I start. Picking mm -hmm. fights, right? And, are doing those. and going back to the question, I don't know why, because maybe, just maybe, I didn't take the time up until this point to ask myself, how do I feel now? Mm -hmm. Going back to that key question, yeah. how am I feeling and why am I feeling this? Mm -hmm. Awareness, I'm telling you, awareness is a superpower, mm -hmm. y'all. Awareness is huge. And for so long, I mean, divorce rates even too. You, we weren't spending time with our partners for that long, yeah. you know? I mean, you work eight hours a day. Um, you know, a lot of us don't realize, but we spend more time with the people that we work with than we do our families at home. For sure. And when you're not used to all of that interaction, one, you start getting fatigued. You get mental fatigue and physically fatigued. Um, I like to uh, refer to, like, interaction fatigue i'm not used to interacting this long yeah so now that's when the grumpy that's when the attitude that's <laughs> when you know you get start to get tired and all these other things start coming out and you know it's it's funny because you go back to when little kids get tired they get angry and they throw a tantrum mm -hmm. well adults do the same thing <laughs> okay? it's, expressed in different it's, it's yeah. expressed in different ways sometimes the same ways it's sometimes yeah. sometimes yeah I, there is times where i want to throw myself on the ground as well and for sure throw a tantrum so for I sure guess. yeah yeah 100 percent. and again it's again so much to unpack there my mind's going in so many different in well, places well, i was gonna say the other thing as well is like for example um i actually was talking to drill about this before it happened is I act, I, I, and please, I'm trying to be sensitive here, but I had a, I had a good time during COVID. <laughs> like COVID was positive for me. <laughs> like, like not that what was going on in the world, but me personally mm -hmm. is again, I use that time. I was in really good shape, mm -hmm. right? Like I was waking up in the morning. I was cooking food. I was, I was getting to do all the things that I can't do when life is happening, right? right? Like, like I actually got to redirect a lot of that energy being like, mm -hmm. great. I was going to Muay Thai multiple times, mm -hmm. you know, a week. I was doing all these other things because I had more time. And so, um, again, along with that, it's like, yeah, if you use that time and you just become stagnant, but again, on the other side of that, it's like, yo, like. You know, again, long time, like, you know, and again, obviously, you know, more than most, like, we're coming over, we're doing workouts at the house. Yeah. Like, there was all these things that were happening. And again, like, for that, for me, it was like, COVID was a really positive time. Um, and like, again, I'm like, hey, man, I, I might need to do this every, every little while is get myself, you know, a month or mm -hmm. something where I can kind of get, you know, get this reset going, um, you know, of what that looks like. And I think it's just like, it's like the same thing as well. It's like, hey, we can be dealt the same cards but like what we do with it mm -hmm. and uh you know how we handle it you know how important that is yeah no on the on the flip side of the things mentioned previously um you know covid was also a time where people grew the awareness of realizing how much they didn't like their day job yeah about right to say, that's entrepreneurs yo yeah. entrepreneurs also hit popped off hit popped off hit no suddenly yo like Susie is knitting yeah. and Johnny yeah. is a personal trainer because yeah. he did his online course sure. and meal yeah. prepping is, this is, is big. I, I needed, I needed a couple months to, to do what I really wanted yeah. to do. And I was getting paid from unemployment yep. while I was doing it. And yep. now it gave me the time to build the business platform that I needed to. Yep. And then also too, it also kicked the consumer into a mindset. It also kicked the consumer into a mindset of, Hey, I can actually 
uh, I want to do these things online and I want to do things mm -hmm. remotely and we don't have to have a building and we yeah. don't have to do things and I can still get results and yeah. X, Y, and Z. And that, mm -hmm. that was a big thing. And I know for yeah. us as a business, like that really drove people to our online platforms mm -hmm. and our resources um, because of that. And it gave us the time to you know really make some things happen. I mean, like the farm blew up during COVID. Right. Um, and again, if COVID wouldn't have happened, uh, very unlikely that the farm would be what it is uh, today um, just because, again, like it brought, you know, investors, it brought all these other things that end up happening because I had the time to do it. For sure. For sure. There was so much more time to be creative and be innovative and come up with all these different things um, that people once didn't have time to do. When you don't have time to think freely and think, you know, for yourself and have your own ideas, um, when are you going to do those things? And COVID kind of created that time for people to, you know, suddenly build their own businesses and capitalize on that time, which, you know, on the flip side of all the negative, that was awesome. Yeah, no. And I think that that's just, you know, again, the big, you know, pieces that are like, you know, massive there is just like understanding the everything is a uh, everything is, is is it could be both sides of the coin. Right. And like what you do with it and what you do with that time and what you um with any adversity right it's, just, mm -hmm. it's always about the response well and i was just gonna Everything say again it. how are you processing the adversity mm -hmm. you know it all comes back to that and mm. to go back to where we first started was robbing the adversity uh again at such a time of huge negativity going around non-stop day to day you know there was positive responses and there were negative responses and mm -hmm. that's going to be everything yeah there's always going to be a negative and a positive response yeah. and the more that you can respond positively in yep. different situations mm -hmm. the better you will be well and again it gets back to the main point okay like again if you didn't get it don't matter who you are you got kicked by covid right you got it was a reset it was it was it wasn't exactly what you know we're going for there right it's not like everybody was like oh you know I, you know, when it comes to obviously um, what was happening and the, and the things that were, you know, all along of what that development looked like from totality of what it did to society, nobody's wanting that. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, I think it goes back to the main point of when we started with the podcast is that if you're coaching, leading, teaching, all those other things, and you're trying to avoid all this, like this vacuum type um, ideology that everything is going to be great and again like again it's not gonna it's it's gonna be fine mm -hmm. um and that you're never gonna face these things and you're not teaching the skills that it, what it takes to actually overcome things um as again you're you're painting this um you're painting this fake reality yep. um and you're not preparing you're not preparing um those that you're teaching leading and all those things mm -hmm. um of how they're gonna go about life when things don't go that way and at some point instead of learning how to lose when you're five yeah right instead you're going to be 22 yeah. and 25 and 28 and not knowing how to deal with and it's going to feel like a bombardment yeah. of overwhelming yeah. because you've never dealt with all these little things and developed the skills that it mm -hmm. takes uh to actually do those things and again you're doing a disservice um in that way even though i think you in the moment you're your instant satisf uh, satisfaction is to, well, I want to make you happy and I want you mm -hmm. to do these things and all these other things. But in long term, hey, like my job is to prepare you, mm -hmm. right? I'm going to love you along the way. It's not abandoning that and saying, you know, let me make your life as hard as you can and all these other things. Like, no, no, this is out of love and preparation and, again, in alignment for what you're going to be, you know, doing and preparing for life. But, again, it goes back to the other place of, like, understanding that, that, again, um, adversity is part of life. Overcoming these obstacles is a part of life. For sure. And, and <laughs> like, I just want to be on the show. Sorry, Code, but you know it was it was, it was tanky. <laughs> yeah, he was in and he was out. Go ahead. Um, <laughs> Life has adversity. Yes. Yeah, you're doing your disservice. Yes. Yep, 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 yes. Yep. Yes. 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 Um, and you know, again, you're not always gonna win. Yeah. Right. You're not always gonna win. Exactly like you what said. You, you can. Yeah. That's just the winning team. All I right. win, Tay. Right. <laughs> Look, everyone. 
who who may have had an undefeated you know streak yeah. once lost yeah 100 whether when they, they were, were younger they were gonna pop in and be like what? right what? right well everybody too everybody was hyped on McGregor right, right. when he was undefeated and he was you know again we yeah. we start throwing the title around of you're the greatest of all time right, right. okay well then he lost a few times yeah. and then that script changed Ronda Rousey, she was also undefeated for a minute. Yeah. And look what it did oh, to her human. mental health yeah. when she lost for the first time. I mean, that was huge. It dismantled her everything. Huge. Totally yeah. dismantled. Yeah. And uh, I could go on for about that for days. But again, when we are so used to just winning all the time yeah. and being the greatest and not being told about our blind spots and not you know, in a sense, being held accountable yeah. um, for our, those areas where we can grow, yeah. that it does become very overwhelming. 100%. And gosh, I'm so grateful and I have so much gratitude for all the times I've lost yeah. growing up and all the times that I did face adversity. Not in the moment. No, not in the moment. Not in the, the moment, moment, I was no. very angry. 100%. Very angry. Listen, yeah, very at a time of being a bad sport, okay? Yeah, and and I think you <laughs> probably got to witness nine out of ten of those moments. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Fortunately for you, right? Oh. But also now, you know, as I've grown as I, and as I've, well, mainly honestly got closer to God, mm-hmm. um, I have a lot of gratitude for those moments because it's it's built that resilience and that, um, you know, being able to be relentless because yeah. without loss, where is there to be relentless with? Yeah, 100%. And that's where I think the same thing, too, is, again, like you said, um, the appreciation there um, kind of comes back to that common question, right? Of uh, when you could look at it from a faith lens, like a lot of people will ask, you know, like, you know, well, why do bad things happen in the world mm-hmm. and some of those other mm-hmm. things as well? And like one of the biggest, you know, things with that is as well as like, hey, like to prepare also too for all of us for the things, like, for example, like, you know, again, like I knew from a lens of like, I was looking at people that were hitting and I'm like, bro, I don't, I can't do that. I don't move like that. Mm-hmm. I'm not always a thing. So as a player, right, of course I could have been rewarded with just, you know, being, you know, again, athlete. And yes, I could have impacted that way and all those other things. But like, God didn't have that calling for me because I had to learn and I had to look mm-hmm. so closely at Bible and I was always in search and I was always wanting that extra inch. And I've always, like it developed that into my character that like, that's what made me a good coach. Mm-hmm. And the same exact thing where I'm getting flipping back, you know, with you in that same way is like, and, and if you don't know yet, and you, and you might not know, and I, for a long time, you know, I didn't know, and I was blessed early on in my life to figure out, you know, as well, and like knowing, you know, one of the major callings, you know, God, that uh, God had on my life. And I think the same thing as well is like, you know, again, along with that is like, hey, like you got to know again, when uh, one of the statements is like, if you can't, uh, if you can't see uh, God's hands working, you got to trust his character is that he has something he has. He's preparing you for something, right? He's preparing your character for something that he's going to have and ask you to do. And maybe you might not recognize in that moment that, again, everything that was done to prepare you to be that and to be those things. But it is something, is, is, you know, as well as like to remember that, like, you know, again, like I get it, like. You're in the storm. You don't want to face. You don't want to get kicked anymore. Okay, I get it, God. Like I got it. All these other things, but it's like no. Like the same thing too. If you're still here, there's still a lesson to be learned. Mm-hmm. There's still something again that again. There's another skill set to be developed, deepened. All those things. Um, that it's so important that again that you're that the impact that's going to come from that adversity. Um, and again that old you know biblical principle, right? Like God uses all evil for good, mm-hmm. right? Everything that happens, God wastes nothing. Nothing. Right. He wastes nothing. And so when you go in that same way and it's like nothing is wasted, you know, first off, how beautiful. And again, the craftsmanship that it begins to to mold the, the most heinous things, um, you know, all together. And like how that turns into the beauty that comes out of that um, is amazing in that same way. And I think it's just like, again, um, holding tight to that and saying, hey, I don't know why. But God, I trust you. Mm-hmm. I don't know why we're going through these things. I don't know why COVID happened. I don't know why my dad died. I don't know, you know, I don't know, especially at a young age and those same things. I don't know why, you know, uh, my, you know, my dad beat me when I was younger or I don't know why, like, you know, all these other things, whatever your storyline is, right? I don't know why these things happen. And again, I'm not here to tell you why and try to figure out all the complexities and, you know, and, and, it, and it explains God's plan for your life. Sure. But I do know his character Right. And I do know 
um, uh, his word and how many, again, like he's never not came through for me. And again, if you feel like he's not coming through for you right now, that just means he's not done, mm-hmm. right? That there's yeah. something on the other side. And again, like hold tight, hold tight in faith, um, you know, to his promises. Yeah. And, and I'll just throw a little quick, uh, good quote in here. Um, in every breakdown, there's a breakthrough. Hey, on that note, mic drop. We gonna we gonna pray it out and and and, and get this going. So, let's uh, uh please join me if you would like. Um, dear Heavenly Father, uh, we thank you so much for uh, bringing us here today, God, and having these conversations and uh, the reach and what you're gonna do uh, with our words, God, and how you uh, continue to work through us and um, use us as your mouthpieces and uh, to influence the world and and push people towards you, God. And uh, we just uh, we just uh, come to you in in, 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 uh, gratitude and and praise and reflection of all the things and all the ways that you move in our lives. Um, And we just want to thank you, God. And we ask all these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. All right. Well, until next time, Farm System out.